solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. I'm Alex. And I'm Joey. And, and this, this is Pyrewatch. Pyre Ooh, so we have Professor Posner back, which Hi. means it's a special episode. Well, yeah. not necessarily. You have done a chapter episode. I have. So, but this is a special episode. It's it's, it's science it's science of magic part two. Woo! Volume two. Please. Volume two. We're we're educated. I even here. wrote it down as volume two. We're <laughs> <laughs> educated. <laughs> this podcast website is now a dot edu. Please follow us at podcastpotterwatch.edu.gov. Are we a university now? Yeah. yeah. We're educators. You We're, are Professor Posner. Yeah. I, I, wanna, I want everyone to know I'm not an actual professor. I don't claim to be an actual professor. I say this because I'm still working on my PhD and it's very difficult. We it's very difficult, people. Dr. Posner. Dr. P. In preparation of you finishing it. Thank you. I appreciate your confidence. That way, me. retroactively, you'll still be known as Dr. Posner. Correct. Fair. Fair. Although, eventually, I'll be double Dr. Posner. I'm really excited about that. What? Wow. Because I'm getting a PhD and an MD. Oh, that's very you exciting. You still just get one doctor from us. I'm so sorry. So <laughs> Yeah, I can't call you Dr. Dr. Posner. That makes it silly. And you are it's serious. It's not silly. I I can enjoy my career oh, and I still ag- be serious. I agree. But I think for the for the listeners, I think Dr. Dr. Posner mm-hmm. maybe takes a bit away from your credibility instead of adding it on. Okay. I respectfully disagree. But <laughs> what if we call you from henceforth at all times, Dr. Posner with a doctorate. <laughs> I think we're spending you know too much time on this. Yeah, let's <laughs> that's just, just, just Dr. Posner is fine. fine. I, fine, that's fine. So, what, uh, so you guys ready to start, start this, uh, this class? The bell has rung, we're in our seats. All right, so, uh, Science and Magic, Volume 2. So exciting. So this one is going to be a little bit more medically heavy than last, uh, than last time. I, I have my um, first aid uh, for any medical students listening. For, first aid is like the go-to handbook for medical students, and so I have that in front of me in case I have to look something up. Um, so the first thing that we're going to go over is uh, a question posed by you guys a uh, uh, couple a few episodes now ago yeah. um, where you where you asked can two werewolves who are in human form uh, would they perform would they have a human child or a werewolf child correct you know I think we asked this when your wife was on did you no yes because we were in the hospital it was right? the episode before not hospital. it's the episode right before it. Uh, I just know that because I just listened to okay. that episode. That's where I am in my listen of the podcast <laughs> is because I'm in Katie's episode right now. Okay. So because um, it's the episode before because we get to the hospital, hospital. Yeah. and then we go into the ward okay, gotcha. in a separate chapter. Sorry, It was actually super weird for me to listen to that episode because 
I because I remember where I was when I got the text and I remember <laughs> sending it to you. And so it was and so when you guys received my text back at at the end of the episode, I was like, oh my gosh, I was this is like real time yeah. getting feedback. Is like <laughs> Yeah, I hoped you weren't mad at me for reading it. I just thought it was so funny. No, was no, like that was fine. Response. It's like I was just I don't know, I, I was celebrating my friend's birthday and so we had, had like a few too many at that point. It was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna do this later. Yes, yeah, this is gonna need some thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, we kind of talked ourselves into a circle when we discussed it. Right. Well, well, since then, obviously, I have had time to to give it the proper thought, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to I wanted to start with a couple of assumptions that I made about lycanthropy um, that that sort of guide the rest of uh, answering this question of two human werewolves can. Uh, can do do they create a human or a werewolf child? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so lycanthropy has canonically been associated with HIV, and mm-hmm. so using that as an allegory. Okay. Uh, yeah. So using that as an allegory throughout the rest, it sort of like sets the tone for how I make my assumptions about HIV about uh, about lycanthropy. So first of all, it is a virus. Um, it infects certain cells. And then I would assume that it, it that through that infection, once a month during the during the full moon, it turns the turns the person's DNA into that of a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and and so this is and so um, sorry, and so the next so the next um, assumption that I had to make about this is like how transmittable is it? Because we know HIV is only transmittable through a specific fluid contacts. Um, but we know that mostly HIV is only transmittable when, uh, uh, when a werewolf is transformed, when they're in, when they're in their wolf form. Um, I say mostly because Bill had some kind of uh, transference when Greyback wasn't in his wolf form. But Yeah, but Greyback also is weird because yeah. he, like, submits to the wolf. So... I don't know if that matters. No, but that. it like is it, it does kind of because he like <clears throat> grows out his he like is very wolf like even not in wolf form. So it seems like he's more in like a half in half out. Yeah, way. But, but I don't know. I don't know. Does does somebody have control? I don't think anybody has control over whether they like just because they embrace the wolf side does not mean they're. Uh, they're more wolfy than anybody else. No, I agree. I just when they describe Greyback, it's they say that they they they're like they don't say oh he's like ha-, he they don't say definitively oh he is half in werewolf I mean, in yeah. werewolf form. They say it looks like he is, and he is like when sim- he developed a taste yeah. for blood. Right. Right. So it it, it like it feels like that could be read as it's something magical there or something not. Because I'm not guessing, like, any time Remus Lupin, like, accidentally, like, catches his nail on, like, one yeah. of his friends that he's, like, transferring. Yeah, I, I, see, I don't think that's a thing. I, I think I think Greyback... I, I think the bottom line for that is that Greyback is the exception, not the rule. Also, right. it has to be done through a bite, it sounds like, not but just, like, Bill a was scratched. scratched. I think he was also bit. Well, it... I was under the okay, so I was under the assumption that it could be either a bite or a scratch, but that might have been my own my own like pop culture biases about about werewolves. Because about werewolves, my recollection of the series in general is they only talk about the werewolf bite, and I think the whole thing with 
Bill was that Grey Wolf bit him when he was not transformed into a wolf. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just a scratch because I remember his face. Is he mauled. was scratched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was bit. They they say like he was bit when he wasn't transformed. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I can double check in the book, but yeah, I okay. yeah, because that changes things. Yeah. Well. Anyway, but continue yeah. your research, Doctor Posner. Well, uh, if if we're only going by bites, that that changes what I what I'm doing just a little bit, not not drastic. But we don't get we too much information on it. Like all J.K. really only goes into detail in their in their uh, when they're taking their owls, and they don't give a lot of information. They're oh. Lupin's like one, he's wearing my clothes, <laughs> and and Wormtail's like I don't really know what all of them are. Um, okay. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, but so what? What I was getting at is that for the most part, with rare exceptions, it is. Uh, uh, lycanthropy is not transmittable um, when the per- when the uh, when the werewolf is in human form. So that's so the transference of the of the virus in this case mm-hmm. would be would be similar to that of a cold sore or herpes. So it remains latent in infected cells until it expresses during the full moon, and then it's tra- and then and only then is it transmittable. Right. Um, that being said, I would also think that if you get a blood transplant from a uh, from a werewolf, um, well, this might be getting ahead of myself, but if you get, but if you if you are if transplanted werewolf cells are put into your body, then you would then you would get that infection. This is this is just this would is you, just normal everyday like transfer. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, I get that, but would it be like, would you then turn? Or is there something, I mean, I know we're doing a science based, <laughs> yeah. but like, would there be something magical in the bite? So it would be like, if you like injected, um, an undiluted version of like a really harmful disease, disease, mm-hmm. then you would die immediately as opposed to. Not necessarily. If you, it, like, if, if we're continuing with the, with the allegory, if you injected somebody with HIV, you wouldn't die. Yeah, you wouldn't die. Right, because we're doing with HIV. Not even, even, let's do a different one. Let's, even Ebola, you wouldn't die immediately from Ebola. Right. Um, It would, it would still have to take hold of your body, infect the, infect the cells, Mm -hmm. and, and and it's not, it's not like instantaneous. You still have biological processes that need to. But would it wait until the full moon to do those? Because I feel like that has to do with it. Um, that if so if you were to well that so i think it would actually be better for for me to answer that by uh, by, by by moving by but no by moving on to the next thing um so the next so the next question is so we have so we have uh this type of uh, this type of infection it's a it's a, a a virus that remains latent in cells until it expresses mm-hmm. um and then when it does it turns the dna of the person into a wolf but which cells are infected here? Um, because because even though all of the cells turn into a wolf into wolf form when you are uh, when you are transformed, uh, this uh, shown by shown by the fact that you have uh, that you have a wolf brain if if not for the uh, the the ba- uh, uh, sorry bane wolf uh, uh, wolf spain. Wolfsbane. I was thinking Beowulf, and that's not it. Um, <laughs> wrong series wrong, book. <laughs> yeah, wrong era, even, I think. 
Um, but yeah, the wolfsbane potion you need in order to prevent your brain from turning into a wolf form. And the fact and the fact that canonically two transformed wolves will have wolf, not werewolf, uh, pups. Um, so that's that's that is canon. That is canon on uh, on the on the uh, on that's on Potter. Uh, Pottermore. Uh, Pottermore. 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 So, like, if a werewolf and a werewolf have a child, if two werewolves transformed have a child, it will be a a wolf. real wolf, and it mm-hmm. won't ever be human. It will never be human. It will just be a wolf, and so that means that Ooh. that means your reproductive organs uh, turn oh. into turn into wolf reproductive organs that when you are so transformed. Much sense. But does that wolf carry any human genetics? Well, that that's my point. The magic aspect of this is that the vi- the lycanthropy virus, its effect is to transform the DNA yeah. into yeah. wolf DNA. Gotcha. And that's and that that's that the makes idea. total sense to me. I, that's what I was kind of I think postulating on the episode, which I did. I pulled up our our texts, our sacred yeah. texts. Mm-hmm. It does say for at least with Bill that he was bitten. Okay. Um, but that doesn't mean that a scratch can't, but at least for Bill's, it was, yeah. it was a bite. Um, but yeah. Oh, that, that makes a lot, a lot of sense <laughs> because, especially because Lupin doesn't recognize anybody when he's transformed, but his wolf self recognizes the marauders in their animal forms mm. each time. Because so that wolf self, self it, it knows, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, that makes total they sense friends to me. As animals. As animals. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder what that was like. That's, that's, that's kind so of cool. Odd. I had a question, yeah. and you might have already kind of answered this. Can only magical people turn into werewolves? I would, I would think not. I think it, I think it's, it's a, I, even though it's not, I don't, I don't think it's explicitly said in the books, but I would assume that any person any person, regardless of magical ability, can turn into a werewolf simply Oof. simply because it's so ingrained in our popular culture that if we're assuming that the magical world is a subsect of our world as we sit here, mm-hmm. then uh, no one's safe from then, HIV. Then no one, yeah. But also, like, but also we know we have about other werewolves. Stories of werewolves. Ex- exactly. Exactly. So, okay. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Um, yeah. But um, coming back to the question itself, can can werewolves uh, uh, create a child with lycanthropy? Since the since pups from two transformed werewolves does not oh, have yay. lycanthropy, it, since it does not have lycanthropy, that means the reproductive cells are not infected with lycanthropy, but they are still affected by it. If that makes sense. How how would they be affected? By They're aff- affected because they turn into where uh, they turn into wolf form. The child? No, no. The no, the, no. the reproductive oh, 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 cells oh, oh, gotcha, turn into wolf form just like every other cell in the body. But they have but they a are not normal infa- teddy lupin. That's not a. And that's werewolf. and that's why and so and and so exactly so um, that's why teddy lupin. That's one reason why teddy lupin is not uh, a werewolf. And you can't be like a carrier, right? Well, also, yeah, I guess Tonks isn't a werewolf, so that negates it, right? Right, and and you can't, and it also means you can't infect someone uh, the same way you infect someone with uh, the same way HIV is transmitted um, through uh, through reproductive fluids, right? If that makes sense. 
Um, that makes me so happy. <laughs> Look, I it just it devastates me to think that like two werewolves, werewolves couldn't have like a child that they wouldn't feel like they were passing on. They were cursing, especially since you know, at least in Lupin's case, it's like obviously a very traumatic yeah. event. Like the the whole tale of werewolves in this culture is that like with Finier, he's taking kid like young kids and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I'm not done yet. That tr- oh no. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh no. <laughs> this happened in the last one. I think we got ahead of ourselves. We always do. Yeah. So, um, so the so the cells that are affected are, are infected. Sorry, the cells that are infected are um are white blood cells, similar to HIV. Um, but simply because um, white blood cells are the only cells in the blood that have DNA that can hold the disease. Mm-hmm. Um, it, white blood cells and and I would it, with the new information about bites, um, only sal- uh, salivatory glands. So it infects it infects uh, white blood cells and and uh, saliva producing cells. So that when somebody bites when uh, when somebody bites. And that and and so, and the saliva carrying virus gets into the blood, then that saliva, that infected saliva, will then will they propagate within the the white blood cells. Can you give us an example? Yeah, let's put this into. So here, so uh, so imagine. So here's so here's here's my timeline. Um, so somebody gets bitten during the full moon. They don't right. immediately transform. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens then is, um, there is, there is, there are virus infected cells in the saliva Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and those, and those get into the bite Mm -hmm. that goes into the bite room, go into the bloodstream. Okay. During the, during the first, during the first full moon, those cells that are in the bloodstream, um, they release their virus because that's the nature of uh, of the lycanthropy virus is during mm-hmm. the full moon, it gets released. And it gets released throughout the bloodstream, throughout the entire body, and it and it transforms all of the body cells into a wolf form. Right. And and this and and, and this will this will affect all of the cells, all of the cells, but it only it only embeds itself into the DNA of the cell. Sal- uh, of the saliva and and white blood cells. Okay. Because those are the only cells that it is compatible with. In right. all other cells, in all the cells, though after transforming the DNA, um, the the uh, the uh, the virus just dies. Okay. And so what will happen? So after that first full moon, that uh, that now werewolf is a carrier of the disease as well as being infected. And they will be able to trans transfer the disease via blood or via a bite. Would there right. be any way of stopping that? Like if you cut off your arm, if you got bit in the hand and you cut off your arm right away, that could work. In this in this scenario, that could work. Like you would still transform, but you wouldn't be able to carry it. Or like no, no, no. no. If it, I'm talking immediately after yeah. the bite. The problem is with werewolf bites; these tend to be very gruesome things. It's sure. not just—it's not just like in Walking Dead. You get one bite and then chop off your arm. Mm-hmm. It's this is like people get scratched and bitten all over their bodies, and so it's kind of hard right. to, yeah, to cut off everything yeah. in time. But they would... are like 
mutually exclusive in the sense that if you're being bit, you're going to transform and you're a carrier and you can't be a carrier without also. You can't. Yeah. There are no, there are no non-transformative werewolves. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it, it uh, a carrier. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, if I don't. You were like immune to it, and you were a carrier. If you were, mm, if you were immune to it, like if you had a natural immunity, like an X Men. What if Teddy has a natural immunity? Don't go there, man. Don't no, go not, there. Not Teddy. Not Teddy. But what <laughs> if two? You see Teddy. Sorry, 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 sorry. What if two werewolf, uh, parents, like two werewolves, not no, I guess it wouldn't work. Yeah, non-turned had a child, and then the child just became immune. To a bite. So if they were bit. Or if they developed some sort of potion to make you immune to it. Well, see, I don't, I don't know because, so I I hadn't really thought about that. Like what, I think immunity would, I don't know if immunity would be able to be transferred from, uh, from an infected parent to an infected child. It would have to be a random mutation. Yeah, you know that's fair. Because, that made sense. Like, yeah. That made, di- didn't make sense when I said it scientifically. I forgot what this episode was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I was saying it, and I was like, "This makes no sense. This is not a two negatives make a positive <laughs> situation." No, but it's <laughs> but it's a good thought, and I think uh, and and I think there is a way that I, I can w- when I get to the end of this. I think it, uh, I think it might be a good way to uh, uh, to say if somebody had if one of the parents had immunity that they could transfer it. So hold on to okay, that sorry. thought when I get to the end. It might, um, so uh, so it infects white blood cells and saliva cells, um, and 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 only when <clears throat> and only during the full moon does uh, does does the virus get released throughout the entire body, and that's important. So based on the information we know from right now, that reproductive cells are not infected by the virus. That a father cannot pass on uh, an infection in human form. Why so did you? That's why Teddy. Father? That's why Teddy. That's why Teddy is not a werewolf. That I will. I will also say that no. That no fetus would be conceived as a werewolf. Right. No werewolf would be. No. No. No fetus would be conceived as a werewolf. However. If the if the caring mother has lycanthropy, and this is just the conclusion, I will preface this by saying this is just the conclusion I drew. I did not go in wanting this to happen. I um, know, <laughs> Dr. Poster. Um, that during her first transformation and releasing uh, and releasing oh. that virus throughout her entire system, it would be able to cross the placenta and infect oh. the fetus. Like while pregnant. While That's pregnant. So freaking That's what cool. I said on the episode. Okay. I think. Okay. I'm glad you think it's cool. I thought it was really sad. Oh, it is. Dev- <laughs> it's fully devastating. And and in the world of like fan fiction, mm-hmm. if I were to write this fic, um, maybe with Lavender Brown, um, <laughs> who is alive and well, who's alive and well, and hey, just you don't has know lycanthropy. That um, <laughs> but. Uh, if I were to do it that way, devastating. Yeah. But like you wouldn't figure, she wouldn't know that until her. Fr- oh. Yeah. Oh, but, that's awful. But, okay, so she's pregnant, transforms, babies inside of her also transforms. Uh, yeah, after the first one. month, after the first month, because once again, you don't you don't transform your first month of being infected. It's so it's is after- the baby just 
transforming with her each time. Yeah. So, because you said, but, like, they couldn't produce, like, a, a werewolf baby if they were too wolf form. So, is it, like, just a baby wolf? Is it a pup? When no, no, no. A- so, so, the reason why it's a wolf when they're, when it's too transformed uh, having a child mm-hmm. is because their reproductive cells, the, the sperm and the egg, mm-hmm. are, are wolf sperm and egg. Right. In this case, the conceived child is a human. Mm-hmm. Um, because when they conceive the child, they're in human form, and like we said, reproductive organs are not infected, so they conceive the child as a human. However, when during the mother's first transformation, she infects the she infects the child, and <coughs> sorry, and and that turns the baby into a werewolf. Because of the blood. But there's no because, saliva being... Yeah. But but I, uh, this is what I said. A transfusion would also turn you into a werewolf. A, a, a blood transfusion from a werewolf would, mm-hmm. would turn you into a werewolf as well. Okay. Because you have the same... Uh, because, uh, because the white blood cells in the blood are, uh, are infected as well. Gotcha. Yeah. Devastating, devastating, devastating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That being said, wow, intended. wow, not, not uh, in bad taste <laughs> at this moment. I think they might have missed it, but mm. in response, Molly said wolf. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, as I take a poignant sip. Um, um yeah, but. When I told you to hold on to that thought of mm-hmm. someone who's immune, if a father is immune, and if a father just has immunity for whatever reason, um, and passes on that immunity uh, to their child, then that child would be able to uh, to resist the infection from the mother. From the mother. Okay. So that is one way that 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 could potentially be prevented okay do you think there could be potions that would create immunity like some sort of antibiotic that would like fight off like like attacks to your white blood cells or something i i think so i think i think that's entirely possible and i'm saying that because um you if we're continuing <laughs> I, I want it to be but also if we're continuing the allegory with hiv there have been uh there there are medications out there uh that's that prevent mothers from passing on hiv to uh, to their children, and so that is entirely a possible thing within the medical, uh, within within medical capabilities. Mm-hmm. All we need to do is just per, is just stop that werewolf stigma, so we can do some research and find the potion to help these people. People, people. Sorry, box. <laughs> people. Sorry. God damn it. Um, but anyway, it's a call to action, people, people. But wow. Yeah. So, uh, so oh, and boy. so after all that, the answer to the question: uh, Do two werewolves in human form produce a child with, uh, with lycanthropy? The answer is: A father with lycanthropy will never produce a werewolf child, but a mother, a mother with lycanthropy, always will, unless some intervention takes place. Wow. Wow, indeed. Sorry, Lav. Yeah. I really want to write it now. I've gotta. 
I have I'll, so much, I'd read it. I have so much info. <laughs> but is she going to have a werewolf baby? Is we that don't what know. You're... You'll have to find out. Oh, man. It would be like a time crunch. She's yeah, like, she's she got, gets she's... pregnant, and then she has a month to, to figure, figure it out. out. It's oh. a good setup for a fic. It's so good. They're, the stakes are so high. That's intense. She doesn't have a popular ship partner, though. Like, her most popular ship partner is Pavardi, but that won't... That's, like, not really helpful here. Hmm. Have you guys already done the ship episode? Hmm? Have you guys already done the ship episode? Yeah. Why? Oh, I was just... Oh, the fan fiction episode? The fan fiction episode. Yeah, we have recorded it. Um, It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) No, fine. No. I'm sorry. We're waiting to upload that. Alex is working on some homework. <laughs> Look, the fans didn't help me out, just like they didn't. But help you Dr. like put Pattinson. this on yourself. You're like, I'm doing this. Well, it's because I felt bad because so many people asked me, yeah. and then nobody seemed to care anymore. <laughs> and then that really made me not want to do it because it's actually a lot of research, and I have to read things I'm not interested in. Like I have to read ships that I don't care about. I'm definitely not that's, putting any harmony in there because nobody asked for it. It's devastating. I, I, I'll have to say I didn't send anything, not because I don't care about the podcast, but I just don't, don't care, care about, about fan, fan fiction. fiction at I all. didn't write anything either. Yeah. I care about fan theories. I care about fan theories. I mean, clearly. You are in-depth <laughs> researching fan theories. As evidenced by my... But you're going to read my lavender one, correct? Oh, yeah. I'll read the lavender one. There's actually a a a, a fan fiction out there. Um, I forget exactly what it's called, like Harry Potter and the Scientific Method or something like that. It's like if I think I saw that when I was doing my research. Yeah, like if, if uh, Petunia hadn't married Vernon and she instead married a scientist, and so they didn't. So Harry didn't grow up in an abusive household. He grew up with having Did they a run scientist a bunch of tests on him. What? Do they like run a bunch of tests? No, on them? Oh. no, no, no. He actually grows up in a in, in a in like a nurturing environment, and his uncle, his new uncle, um, he um, uh, so he grows up he grows up with an uncle who's supportive and actually teaches him the scientific method. So he goes around trying to explain magic with science the entire time. I, I think you, you actually told this. us about that. Oh, I, I did. You said this on the last it episode. It sounds very familiar. Okay, yeah. but it's great. No, no they need to rehear. I needed to rehear. I want to read it. I I kind of do too, but once again, I don't really have the patience for uh, for fan fiction, and it's like and it's like. Like 50 chapters or something Right, like correct. That. It probably goes through the whole thing. I was yeah. just telling Molly and Siri Griff that um, I, um, I'm i a part of the Wizards Unite Facebook page. <laughs> um, and um, a woman posted that she was like, oh, um, I just wrote an original fan fiction. It's called Hermione Granger and the Philosopher's Stone, and it retells all all of Philosopher's Stone from Hermione's point of view. Oh my God. And here I was, and I got, I was kind of snooty about it, if I'm honest. I was like, oh, she just decided one day she was going to wake up and write a fan fiction. That's an undertaking. She won't, like, it's probably not that good. But I checked it out just to support, and it's so <laughs> good. <laughs> and, like, the first paragraph is, like, reformed. It's very similar to the Dursleys, but... You would love her parents because they're like science nerds, oh, and yes. um, and 
they like start their own dental practice after they get married and they're like and they're famous around their small town that they live in. Does it explain just, why why uh, Hermione never spends time with her family? We would love to know. I um I haven't I haven't gotten that far because I okay. just found it today. I'm not Hermione has just been born where I'm at. We oh said, my god! Well, because it, it it follows Philosopher's Stone, so it's like the first chapter. The first chapter where. But, but her, you're saying Hermione has just been like. Like, it goes from Hermione's birth? Well, it tells you all about... The same way it tells you about the Dursleys, it tells oh. you all about her parents and how they met and, like, what they do for a living and stuff like that. Got it. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot. It's so But that's fun. just one chapter. And then it's probably and I'm not even to the Yeah, and I'm 11. not even finished that chapter. That was only, like, the first four paragraphs, maybe. Okay. But it's so good. And I, um... Yeah. Okay. It's really, it's really fun. Cool, cool, cool. That's my, that's my uh, fan fiction shout out for <laughs> this episode. Uh, also, check out my fan fiction about Lavender Brown. It's coming to you um, in 400 years when I write something new. All right. We're all looking forward to it. I don't want to make promises. I can't keep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while, we're, while we're in this interlude, I also want to give a shout out to Tabitha. Um, Tabs, uh, Ugh, our girl. Her, uh, her, her uh, uh, mention about uh, about my last my last science of uh, science of magic episode, mm-hmm. where she where she postulated that epigenetics uh, could have accounted for um, Arabella and Neville's lack of magic, which mm-hmm. I a hundred percent agree on. I don't know if I touched on that. Arabella? Or, Arabella Dumbledore. Ariana. Ariana. No, sorry. No, I didn't mean to correct you. I was no, just... No, no, no. Yeah. I didn't know. I was like, who is Arabella? Why don't I know that? What? <laughs> sorry, um, Arabella is epi- my niece. My niece's name, so that's it's why I came It's a beautiful name. What are epi- epigenetics? Epi- epigenetics, so... Um, good cue. Good cue, Mal. Epigenetics are um, alterations to your DNA that occur to everyone. Absolutely everyone. Um... Uh, throughout the course of life in response to um, environmental factors. So um, so more than just the sequence of your DNA is uh, more than just the sequence of your DNA it affects what is actually expressed and presented uh, and encode and, 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 and used actually. Mm-hmm. So not all of your DNA is used. So sometimes um, so uh, sorry, let me back up. So DNA is wrapped extremely tightly mm-hmm. and it has to be unwrapped in order to be read and turned into proteins and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, I've got a very clear picture in my head and I'm traveling back to science class. That helix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Um, and that he- helix is like wrapped in on itself and folded over and all this and all this crazy stuff. Um, what epigenetics does, it, it uh, if certain if binding of certain molecules is stronger or weaker, then that will then that will affect how the DNA is read. So if environmental factors can then affect those binding that binding, and uh, and affect whether a certain gene is expressed as fully as others are. Mm-hmm. This is why twins. If you see two twins later in life, um, aside from things that they can change, you'll see that they are slightly different. One. Uh, one twin may uh, one twin may have uh, more wrinkles than the other, or like an identical twin. Like an identical twin is okay. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so and so it it affects. So it's sort of in this case with um, uh, uh, with Neville 
and uh, uh, oh my god, Ariana, Ariana, <laughs> Ariana. Um, what would happen is be, because of environmental factors in both their cases, extreme stressors, um, this would uh, in effect suppress the the magic the magic gene through epigenetics for sure that definitely makes sense with Ariana in particular because she had like a very yes. specific traumatic experience I mean Neville certainly had yeah I would I, I would even say that's more for Ariana than Neville because yeah. epigenetics te- tend to be a fairly permanent thing yeah because he builds his confidence to like be able to do magic exactly exactly uh, but Ariana as as far as I know. Um, I, I, I think well actually no I, but well, that magic that could, comes out of her yeah. uncontrollably but i think that might be that might be what an obscural is it's a yeah. it, it, it is that it is the incomplete suppression of the magic sheen yeah. right i think yeah that epigenetics. especially that seems to be the case with prudence we're all over the place yeah we're all over the place um credence Mm-hmm. Uh, my only, I guess, cue is how does our sweet boy Harry not? He's have... so fucking stubborn. Yeah, how does how? Because like he's well, in a cause... fucking terror of a. I think it's because he's not trying to suppress it because he, he because he doesn't know anything about magic. Whereas Neville and Ariana do. Oh, I do. see. It's like kind of conscious because they associate the magic. They associate with the, it trauma. With the trauma. Exactly. Okay. exactly. okay, I got it. Uh, I. I once again, I don't know if there's an exact uh, there's an exact correlate for for that, but um, but there is but there is some uh, some evidence to support stressors sense. being uh, being effective. Mm-hmm. And in and in fact, in Harry's case, magic he always had magic to relieve his stressors right. versus being the cause of his like stressors. credence was scared yeah. of the magic, and so was Ariana. Also, Harry had an extra like Horcrux boost <laughs> of magic, so. Yeah, he, he wasn't getting away from that. And he's and, really stubborn. Ooh, and the Horcrux is impervious. <laughs> we it? can't go down this. Well, no, right. Well, I mean, we can't. Can, like, you can't destroy a Horcrux. It's true. But true. that doesn't mean it would it would protect his genetics from, like, becoming... Well, Horcruxes are, are with beyond the realm of science. Like, right. as soon as you get into, like, a soul and stuff, it's like, science has really nothing to say about that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Except for once that he did try and weigh a soul. I when know that. Died, yeah, yeah this was like in the 1800s. They had like a silk bed or something like oh, that. Oh, I thought it was more recent than that. Oh, That they maybe. tried to measure like if when you died, like you lost weight. And because your soul. I, yeah. That's a really hard thing I feel like to measure because. I don't know how much it was like Like other things could have. I, mean, I just I don't think it is. It I, I, mean, I mean, a soul as we imagine it probably doesn't have a weight. It's like a vapor. Like it would be like yeah. But I mean, my my idea of a soul is 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 uh, has to do with more neuro- neurology than anything else. Sure. But you know, I'm not biased. I'm a neuroscientist. <laughs> that's oh, but that's fascinating. That's science. That someone tried to like ooh, let's weigh. I remember this. reading about let's weigh that. the soul. How much does the soul My soul weigh? weighs like 10 pounds. No. <laughs> no braggsies. But. <laughs> Just. Okay. That yeah. joke's over now. We can. We can move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but. But thanks, Tabitha, for, yeah, thanks, for, Tabitha. for appreciating my science. Tabs appreciates everything. She's a perfect listener. So the next. The next one I have is. Is sort of a, a question that I've been. I asked myself for a while. Um, and it's, and the answer really isn't too complex, but it's something that I just really didn't understand before. It's 
So why is it that um, uh, that magic can easily cure something like a broken bone or uh, or a cut or uh, a cold or or whatever, but it but something like dragon pox or spattergroids or or Mr. Weasley's or Mr. Weasley's poison? Yeah, why is it that those things? take all this skill why do you have to go to saint mungo's for something like that versus mrs weasley just casting a, a pisky a pisky yeah yeah, yeah. A pisky. because it's magical ailments happening right exactly so why why but what makes these magical ailments different and and i came up and what I, what i came to the conclusion of was that and, th- and this is less contrived than the than the lycanthropy one is that it's uh, normal illnesses can technically be healed by um, by normal bodily means, like your okay, yeah, like like a broken bone can still be healed. You're even regrowing bones. Your body technically has the ability to grow a bone, even if you don't even do it. Even without skeletal. Even with a well, but like your body, your body can grow a bone, right? Like you do from from birth to. From your birth, bones grow. Your yes. bones, your bones grow, exactly. Even though you don't do it as an adult. So, however, something so so, the magic that affects that is just altering or speeding up a normal bodily function. Okay. So so um, so a, a charm, a charm like a pisky, all it does is it speeds up the process. At which a uh, at which uh, your body naturally heals, mm-hmm. and which why you could probably cure something like the cold because your body would naturally get rid of it. Even cancer, your body has a natural ability to detect cancer cells, um, but it would. Um, but what a, a cancer a cancer removing charm would simply um, make that process more effective. It it right. works with your body's natural systems. However. A something like spattergroids or um, or dragonpox. It's a magical illness in the sense that it uses magical properties that your body cannot defend against. What is spattergroid? Like I know they describe it with Ron, but like, is it magical in nature? Well, it. I always took it as. So I always took these illnesses as something that, as something that has. That has that magical property. So like dragon bugs is like smallpox. Right, uh, uh, but spatterboard is like boils, and so I'm yeah. assuming it's like what what is like a, an allegory for for like spat- yellow fever? Maybe, I mean yellow fever is a thing, um, but what am I? Uh, or um, shingles, maybe. Ooh, well shingles shingles is is uh, a type of chickenpox. Yeah, um, but. Well, because he he talks about the freckles, and he's like, they're freckles. I'm like, I feel like shingles could be, or chicken yeah, pox. but but when he changes, but I, I'm, that wizard was out of line. Yeah, um, but when he <laughs> <laughs> that, that, he did not have good bedside manner. No, um, he would have. Uh, but when they transform the ghoul into saying he had spatterbrain, it mm-hmm. looks like he has like. Boils, Boils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or some kind um, of leprosy, like way worse than Ron's freckles. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how that guy. Oh confused. yeah, leprosy. 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 There we go. Thank ah, you. okay, Just okay. A Props medical to that. Student over Ten here. points to Gryffindor. Oh, thank 
you. You're not biased or anything. No, of course not. <laughs> I believe this happened last time. Uh, no, yeah, I did. I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> well, if guess- Snape can do it, so can I. Yikes, is that who you want to align with? If Dumbledore can do actually, it, so can actually, do it. okay, okay, confession time. I really, really like uh, potions. I think potions is one of the best um, uh, is one of the best uh, subjects you can take because it's so much like an actual science. They even they even um, somebody even mocks Snape by telling him to go back to his chemistry, chemistry set. Yes. Why don't you go, go play back. with your, your chemistry, chemistry set? Who Seri- says that? Serious, serious. But in the movie, in the movie, uh, the third movie. Oh well, but but my but yes. my point is like like you have to understand each component of uh, of the. Uh, oh, I'm down for potions. I'm yeah. just not down for Snape as my professor. Well, okay, I, but I, I don't want to be Snape. I want to teach potions. <laughs> you should. Yeah. Also, it is and you probably need like at least an exceed expectations to become a healer. Mm. So it makes sense that you would be really into potions. Yeah. I just, I, I like that it had, like, all these different chemical properties. Like, I'm I'm really sad that I couldn't do an episode on potions because Harry just views all the potions as recipes. He does he never gets the concept yeah. that each one of these ingredients have specific properties and the potions are meant to extract those properties and add them to That's the potion. That's why he fails in the sixth way. I know. I don't want to, like, um, step on your scientific toes. But uh, there is a fan fiction that is all... No, no, but it is all about potions. And and so um, it goes really in-depth about potions and I in a way that I think could only be done by someone who, like, studies chemistry or yeah. something like that. No, so I, I, I'm not, like... I think if you would read fan fiction, you could just... There is it be, a short fan no, fiction? No, it's long. Uh. And you wouldn't like it. It's not a ship you would like. But I maybe I'll just send you, like... I'm sorry, what's the ship? What's the ship? Drary. Oh. Uh. I thought you were going to say... Because okay. in fan fiction, Drake goes really into, into potions. No, it's not... Ew. That's what I was but worried about. But he's not. He only likes potions because... I said in of... fan fiction. See, that's the thing. It's not canon. It's fanon! You're not canon. You're... you're... <laughs> Ten points from Gryffindor. Shots. You have no power to do that. Ten points from Ravenclaw. (laughs) Yeah, you're not the professor. (laughs) I'm sorry. Ten points back to Ravenclaw. That was mean. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, 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 wait. I just would like to say that you can separate it, and Fanon exists for a reason. Like I'm not saying Molly has already checked me on the Draco potion thing, and I'm happy to go along with it. Since I, when? You checked me like in book No, I meant since when are you happy to go along no, with it? No, I, I, no, I, I just, this podcast has helped me like really sort, sort through and separate. Um, so I will say I haven't always been this way, but I do have a, I think now a better idea. Of- Cause I'm sassy about Draco being like really good at school. Like, I don't think that there's as much text as, like, fan, fan fiction would yeah. say there is. Right, but there's just not a, a lot about Draco. So if you're going to write, like, Draco is the most written about character in fan fiction, you know? Yeah. So I think you need is, to give, you have to create characters. You have to give them things. Which I think and is totally fine. I get, I, get, and, I get that, but see, the thing yeah. is, the thing I, I, I don't like, because I have read, I have given it the old college try. I've give, I've read, I've read... Uh, like Draco Redemption arc and even Drary fanfiction. 
And I didn't like it, and here's why. That's fair. They try and impose... For those of you Avatar Last Airbender fans, they try to impose a Zuko-like redemption yes, arc Andre, that he though. just doesn't get. And I don't think he deserves... I don't think he deserves it. Okay. I don't think he deserves that redemption arc. How does this but always not- end up going back to Airbender? <laughs> okay, because it's important. Because it's a great show. But, okay. Okay. Hold, hold, hold up. The only reason you know that Zuko deserves it is because you get more time in point of view of Zuko. Right. Right. So if right. You, right. So right. that's in <laughs> canon. So what people in fan are doing are just giving Draco the same amount of time that Zuko gets in the original series. Yeah, but they add stuff they add stuff to his character that didn't exist. Right. If you took if you took Zuko from only Aang's point of view then all of that stuff about how he cares for his grandfather, about how he's trying to, how much pressure there was to appease his family name, all of that stuff, his awful childhood, all of that would be nothing and you wouldn't know and then you'd be left with the shell of Draco Malfoy. No, you wouldn't because, because in order to create a redemption arc, they make they make Draco some uh, some abused child as well. They say Draco they say Draco was abused by his father. Not always. They say that he had uh, he had a isolating family unit the same way like um someone who was born like if you were born to racists or you know like that's But the but the but the whole point of the Malfoy redemption arc not Draco not right. Draco on his Malfoy own but the family. Malfoy family redemption arc is that family matters above all Right. And that's and that's like and, and that's like a huge thing that fan fiction just completely ignores because Harry, they have to have Harry and Draco bonding over the fact that they had shitty families. No, Draco didn't not have a shitty family. He had a very loving family, and that was that was and that was part of that was a huge part of Voldemort's downfall was because of uh, of the of, of that incredibly important aspect of the Malfoy family. I one thousand percent agree with you. Mm-hmm. I will say that I don't think that is, a f- it's a fair statement to say that that's 100% of fan fiction. Because mm-hmm. I think if it's well-written fan fiction, mm-hmm. like if you're doing like a character study on Draco, you get the, I'm mad that my father put us in this position, mm-hmm. but I still love my dad because he always loved me. I think the tragedy of Draco's character is that he did have a loving childhood mm-hmm. and that's why he believed these things so wholeheartedly because okay. his family were good to him. So the only, the people that he knows that are pre- preaching this a rhetoric that is harmful to the outside world are people that are like feeding him and giving him Christmas presents and loving him. Mm-hmm. And so when somebody threatens that knowledge of the people that he's grown up with, then it's like, you're the problem. You're wrong. Which is, I think, way more interesting anyway than, oh, he just had an abusive childhood. Well, okay, fine. I'm still, I'm still not going to read fan fiction. I'm not but... telling you how. <laughs> but um, anyway... Needless to say, it's a fic that delves into a lot of potions. So I might just separate it because I don't want it to be traumatic for you. So I'll just separate that and see how you feel about how they're like making the potions and stuff like that. Okay. And I'll try to like cut out all the sexual tension. Thank you. You're welcome. I I greatly appreciate it. It's like a Draco tutoring Harry and potions. 
Are we keeping this argument in? I think so. <laughs> it's some juicy. Gas. I was about. I was about to say like this is supposed to be. This was supposed to be like a short add-on. This is the discourse uh, of the podcast. And see, I, I'm not like my wife. I don't. Uh, I, I. I. Once I get into an argument, I don't stop. And and she. She's much more level-headed than I am. Well, yes. The Ravenclaw bowed out, and then the two Griffin. Yeah, I saw you were just like going. scrolling on your phone while we were having. Well, this. I've also like done this dance with Alex on the podcast before, so I didn't yeah. feel like you needed to hear my. But look at us. Thing. Look at the Gryffindor volume. Uh, <laughs> Alex it's and I great. certainly do get into it. About, yeah, about fan. fanfic and about. Draco. I also love okay. talking about this. Okay, so uh, so I'll, I'll say I'll say this one last thing about it. Yes. I, I I do appreciate fan fiction when it's presented as as sort of like in the same uh, vein as fan theories, in in the sense that it uses fan fiction to fill in a gap in the in the world. Right. Like, this is telling the story that otherwise would not have been told. What I don't like about fan fiction is when they change the story to yes. fit what they think the story should be about. Right. And, like, it, to the point... To the point where they change the very nature of people's character to say, I want Draco to be like this. I want Pansy to be like this. <laughs> I want Ron to be like this so I can have... So I can have Hermione be with someone else or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. I, I hate that one. I but, really but hate I'm that. But I'm saying I hate it I'm not not just with Ron, but with anyone. Right. I hate when they change the character be, because it feels like they're saying, "Yes, I like what uh, J.K. gave me, but I, can I do really, it better. but I could do it." Yeah, they're saying I could do J.K.'s work better, and I don't. That's what it reads to me, and I don't yeah. like that. I don't think that's sometimes people are doing that. I def I definitely think sometimes people are going into it like that. I don't think. A one thousand percent. I actually play. I think it's like yeah, I'm it's having play. so much fun with these characters and like change. Like they are changing them. I don't think anyone's mm -hmm. denying that. But I think it's for me. I it's fun to play in the shell of a world that's so full. Like if you like to write, mm -hmm. then it's fun to take characters and in this world like. Like a prompt or a and yeah, it's like a prompt, and and you can just reshape these characters, and it doesn't mean that you don't love them. Like. In I write Pansy completely different than the way that J.K. Rowling did, and it's not because I disagree that there should be bullies and that I think I'm doing a better job than J.K. Because hello, I'm not. <laughs> but it's just that, like, oh, how fun to reshape Pansy, mm. like, and I think that's what's nice about the little note that everybody says, like, um, a lot of fan fictions are like, I don't own Harry Potter, like, but I, I thought just that like was, to play I thought that was. I thought that was like a disclaimer so they don't get sued. It used to be, but now everybody's kind of turned it into like, um, respect to JK, I'm just fooling. Okay. You know? Okay. And again, I can't speak for 100% of fanfic writers, but I do do that thing where I change the characters. And, and for me, it's just a fun way to play because I like to write even outside of fan fiction. So it's fun to take characters in a world that I love mm. and just create a whole new narrative for what I want to do. But okay. it's all, I also really, really enjoy fan fictions where they just use it to extend the yeah. world. Yeah. Continue with this. So potion. getting getting back on track. <laughs> oh God. Um, really, this was this is just like a, a small thing. It's it, so it's essential. So what I meant by magical diseases, what I meant by magical diseases uh, not being able to be cured, is that 
it's sort of like it's the same it's like it's almost like there's a spell cast on your body right um it, like this this disease is not is not something that your body can naturally cure from because it's magic so magic classified as we did last time as breaking the laws of physics on a um, on a macro or micro level um so uh so if if something is outside if something is affecting your body that is outside of the realms of what we know as normal physics or or normal microbiology or or whatever then it can't be cured by your body and therefore normal spells can't actually um cure it and so you need those specials so you need these special um magical remedies the the way i the way uh, the way i i can uh relate that is sort of like imagine a curse being placed on a house versus a house being knocked down. You can easily mm-hmm. take a knockdown house and and turn it back into its into its normal shape. But if you put a curse on a house, a magical um, a, a magical issue with the house, then you need a special kind of magical reversal. Mm-hmm. Right. But a but a, a house even a whole house knockdown in theory could be fixed with repair. And, Correct, and which is why, like, when George's ear gets like cursed off, cursed off, they're like, we can't, we can't, regrow, you yeah. can't just regrow it. But it, but uh, theoretically, if you cut off his ear with a knife, right. you could easily regrow it. And I think it's because the curse. It's not just the curse sliced it off. It's his ear is now cursed, mm-hmm. and you right. have to remove the curse in order to. In order to sl- in order to replace the ear, because even if like you had magically like cut off his ear, you're not doing it in like a magical way. Because like Harry's bones are magically disappeared, but it's not. But it's out not, of the norm. Like it's a normal, no, not not normal, normal, but it's within happen. the realm of possibility. Right. It's not. It's 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 it, not for an adult in normal circumstances. But the right. body has the has the theoretical ability to regrow bones if given the proper. Enhancement. But I also think that one's a little bit different. And the same way that like muggles have developed cures for like, for like chicken pox and different things. The magical world has also developed cures for certain, their diseases. It's true. So it's, it's like, true. I, it's like the Wolfsbane potion. Right. It, 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 it's, like not, it's not a cure. Or like dragon pox. Which, has dragon pox, did, was a, Dragon Pox cured? I feel I, I, I think it was eradicated. I don't right, I don't know if it was cured. They, did they have wizard vaccines? I didn't we read that Euphemia and Harry, uh, Harry's grandfather Euphemia is the mother's name, right? I think you No, but we read this in But they didn't he, actually. They just died of old ja- age. Oh, they didn't die of Dragon Pox? Oh, I think this is what no, you brought up and then we looked They did they die. Died of Dragon oh, okay. Pox. Yeah, they that, did. I was saying I thought they died in the war, and oh, we looked right, it up, right, and they died and they of died dragon pox. Okay, so yeah, I think we don't hear about anybody young well, dying no, of I dragon pox. I think what pox. they said about dragon pox was like this was the last known blah 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 person to have had dragon pox. Like I think it's been eradicated, but I don't know if it's been cured. But how do you eradicate a disease? Vaccines. Without yeah, that's what I'm saying. There must be a vaccine. But, I mean, they might have wizard vaccines. It's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Or they've developed a like foolproof like well, cure for it, or potion. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Because I think they're still nervous about it coming back. Like I think they're still nervous about dragon packs coming back. Mm. Yeah. Okay, maybe that was a bad example. But like no. for things like somebody at some point 
like well, Lockhart like the disappeared someone's but, bones but I will, they needed to develop a but I will but I will say a quote a quote from I, I don't know if it's from the book it's definitely from the movie um I can mend bones in a heartbeat but growing, growing them, them back, back yeah exactly so this is since growing backbones is while theoretically possible much uh, like a much bigger stretch for your body to handle right that's why mending bones is so easy because your body it's, it's essentially speeding right. up the pro- a process that will happen automatically anyway. No. But growing, but growing backbones, while still possible, is you'd have to change a lot of stuff within your normal system in order to allow it to grow. Yeah, back. I was like yes, anding you. I no, 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 yeah. not, no, no. I was no. saying it's not as severe as the ear because it's not like been like cursed in the same way. It's not been cursed. It's like it's almost like he yeah. vanished right. the bone. It, it, I think, I, yeah, I, I it was think, like more of simple magic. With Lockhart, it has to be. <laughs> there also seems to be, like, magic... Like, magic has a lot of, to do with intention, especially dark curses. Mm-hmm. They, there's... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. With George's ear, did, what does he take to the ear? Does he take, like, was an it, Avada what, what, to the ear? I thought it was Sectumsempra. I think it was Sectumsempra. But... Because yes. I think Snape <gasps> admits that later. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No. So, you know how... You know how when Harry performs Sectumsempra on... No, he doesn't. Oh, uh, he does oh, no, he does. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just, I'm just imagining I, I come, in my but head. But they do fix him. They do fix him. But guess who fixes him? Snape. Snape. Because he invented Snape. it. And he knows the countermeasures for the curse that he invented. Mm. Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. So it's not, it's not that he was performing a normal healing charm. Only Snape. Or, 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 theoretically, yeah. Only Snape could have fixed that. Hmm. In fact, if Snape was not there, if anybody else was there, Draco would be dead. Jake, Draco would have been dead, theoretically. Because Harry says, I just saw it when I was reading back about the Bill thing. He's like, why can't you fix him? I like, and he says in his head, like, like Snape fixed Draco so easily. Like, he uses that comparison. She's like, I can't cure werewolf bites, basically. But, um, but I just in, read, in the same, But in the part. same vein, yeah. I also think it's because Snape is smart enough he created this whole spell i don't know if every person that creates um a spell that does damages like this or if it's like um something that happens by accident accident with lockhart they don't create in like a back door this is the counter spell to that i think snape does Oh yeah, he's that definitely works. smart. You know what I'm saying? Well, I he during um, a Levi Corpus, he uh, he had a he had a reversal right, already written down. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like there. he yeah. knows, Snape yeah. knows, but he's not gonna put the reversal for Septa on there because that's his like. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready to end you. Spell. He's not given whoever he wants to end that power. Well, I also think it's a challenge to like not only come up with the curse, but to come up with the counter curse. Like he's like challenging himself in right. a way. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So that's that's more or less why uh, that's more or less the difference between magical illnesses and regular illnesses, and why they can't be cured is because they have these magical properties that your body can't naturally heal heal from. So you need advanced magical measures to counter them. Yeah, so that's it. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So we want to end there for right now. Sure. Yeah. Um. 
stay tuned for part two of um, Dr. Posner's Science is Magical part volume two. So part yeah. two of volume Vo- two. Part two right. of volume two. Okay. Um, this has been Alex. Molly, do you want to close us out? Everyone stay magical out there. Charmed, I'm sure. And science is magical. Mischief managed. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum.